0: Welcome, welcome. Our guest tonight is Alan Wit. This time, he wanted to do something a little different. A deep dive into who he is as an artist and as a man. Where he comes from, where he draws his inspiration, what demons he wrestles with in the dark hours of the night. Together with our house man, the divine old gods of Asgard, we have created something very special for The song is called Herald of Darkness, but I like to call this next segment the story of the journey of Alan Wake, the musical. We just do what we always do. We'll chat,
1: but instead of talking, we'll sing it. From what I gathered, you grew up nice and sheltered with Mama's pretty stories, and you're all
2: made up fury. And hey, Mama gave.
1: Well, yes, I think it's true and fair to say Come on in the and listen. Lost words you've been missing All the fire you're bearing The eye of the darkness, your light So yeah, what you were drawn to stories early The clicker, I chase those frights away. Ooh, you! So true. Go so here. Yeah. He could write a new story like Tom Zane before him And maybe they'd be happy once again Just one shot, one more chance for him to save their marriage Away from the city, a romantic getaway
3: to this year's music spectacular the 2023 edition as always i'm your guide on this journey chris sean and john are somewhere frolicking in the snow together probably catching uh, snowflakes on their tongue all that wonderful stuff while i am left in a cabin with about 40 cans of pbr and A lock on the door that will not release until I finish putting together this spectacular. So if we're going to do it where I'm caught and just cannot escape this hellhole, I'm going to do it my way. Which is why this year I started off with maybe my favorite musical track of the year. Uh, That is Herald of Darkness. The musical rock opera is probably the best way to describe it from Alan Wake 2. Won't say what the context is for when that is in the game. But if you saw the video game awards, you might have a little bit of a hint of what it was kind of like either way. I suggest you check that sequence out. Even if you uh, never intend to play the game, you could probably find a ton of reaction videos of that called we sing. Uh, And I promise you, you will not be disappointed just like John won't be disappointed because I decided to go ahead and give him something I know he loves. And that, of course, would be music from the game Octopath Traveler 2. Uh, I believe when the first one came out, he made sure that I knew to put certain titles on there. He did not send me any pre-requests this year. Uh, but, you know, I wasn't going to leave my man hanging. So I chose two from from this, uh, this iteration. Uh, the first one is called Song of Hope. And the second is the boss battle, which I have to say is quite epic. Uh, So here we go once again Octopath Traveler (laughs) 2. Trail from probably one of the best RPGs of the year. Um, Was really glad to see it win best indie game, which is, of course, Sea of Stars, which for those of you who have Game Pass or PC Game Pass, uh, you can go check that out right now for free. It's part of your subscription. I I highly suggest it. I know a friend of the show, Mike, beat it and loved it. Um, Sean called it the first turn-based RPG that he's actually gotten into and spent an enormous amount of time and I know I'm not sure John got around to it but I know he's interested I've got other friends like I've got three or four friends who have at least played a good bit of that game this year and all of them raved about it and myself included I've played probably about 10 hours of that game and I really enjoyed my time uh before that the weird one before that is Another indie game called uh, Pizza Time, and that was the main theme from it. Called It's Pizza Time, uh, definitely one of the weirdest games I saw this year out there on, um, you know, on Steam. By far, kind of reminded me of the animation style of something like Eek the Cat from Saturday Morning Cartoons from when I was a kid. Uh, all of you youngsters, go Google that one, Eek the Cat, and you'll be like, "What the hell is that?" It was the nineties. That's what happened back then. That was what we called normal. Uh, let's move on, though, and get on to the ever never-ending debate between these two. Or so I put them together. That is Super Mario Wonder uh, from the Super Mario Bros. series and Sonic Superstars, the classic Team Red versus Team Blue before PlayStation became the defunct Team Blue. Uh, But, you know, I figured, hey, you know, they each had two games come out this year that kind of took, you know, the classic formula as we saw it and modernized it, made it something that, you know, worked and took all the advantages of today. Um, Obviously, Super Mario Wonder got a lot more praise, but I think a lot of Sonic fans were also happy with what they got with Sonic Superstars. I haven't gotten to play that yet. I feel really bad, but, you know, that's what happens when you release your game in the middle of October Sega maybe don't do that next time maybe put that game out in I don't know January or the middle of the summer some point when I don't have 95 other things to play uh, because sometimes those things get lost in the shuffle but regardless here it is the title theme from Super Mario Brothers uh, or Bros Wonder and the uh, special stage theme from Sonic Superstar Had enough of that one. That is get enough from Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. A uh while everyone I think earlier this year played Hi Fi Rush when it had its little you know surprise release uh by Microsoft. Um this and I think they played it because the visual style really reminded them of Jet Set Radio. Uh this game is actually truly the you know spiritual successor to it uh it's a steam game you can go out there check out it might be on switch as well but uh it is very much a love letter to jet set radio and has a soundtrack that you know it bounces just as much as the the classic game itself did uh i have not gone to play it but i did purchase it during the recent steam uh sale here and i am looking forward to getting to it in the next couple weeks and I'm really glad that Sega is making a new version of that uh, from what it sounds like. But let's move on and kind of bring the uh, tone down a little bit. We've been hyped up, you know, whenever you got those Daft Punk type sounds, we get a little too hyped. So we'll move into space, into the place of the most divisive major game of the year that of course would have to be starfield i thought it was okay i mean do i think it's the greatest game of all time no i don't i think it's got faults but there are things i really love but unfortunately the internet is a place where if something's not perfect there are a bunch of people ready to just take a massive dump on it uh but that said The one thing I don't think anyone could be critical of is its themes and its music. I think it's a great score, which isn't too surprising because Bethesda generally always has a good score to accompany their games. And I have to say the main theme from Starfield, which is called Into the Starfield, uh, is definitely a great one. Uh, so I figured that would be the easiest one to present to you this time. I'm not going to play 20 songs from Starfield. I'm not going to do that. I'm sorry, Todd Howard. You'll have to, you'll have to do a little bit better next time to get that kind of love from me, but still Starfield, check it out. If you got game Pass and you like our Bethesda games. And I would also say if you really, uh, like mass effect, that might be the one that if you don't like Bethesda games, that might be. This might be the one for you. Who knows? Uh, but once again, into the Starfield from Starfield.
2: En contraire.
3: fascination from lies of P the souls like game that I feel like the critics were a little bit more harsh on, um, than the fans are of, of souls. Like they seem to really dig what those guys are doing over there. I've got it downloaded myself, but I've kind of talked about this. I think on the podcast recently, those are games where if I'm going to beat them, it has to be like one playthrough, like it it can be the only thing maybe outside of a couple of Rocket League games in between. Otherwise, I am just never going to get through it because I come back to it three months later and my skill set is completely gone. I don't remember everything I should be focusing on (laughs) Um, where I'm going, what I'm doing. It's, you know, I can do that with the Baldur's Gate. I can't do that with this. Uh, before that, we had Nicole's theme, which is from the Dead Space remake. Yes, John, I didn't forget about Dead Space. I wouldn't do that to you. You know, we're always going to have some Dead Space if if it's out there. So, I was thinking of you when I selected that. Um, there was a lot of brr type music, but that was like the one very nice, melodic, very pretty piece. So, I, you know, I thought that would pair well with uh, Starfield and Liza P. Next up, I'm going to give some more love to Nintendo with what is easily regarded their best game of the year, won the best action adventure game at the uh, game awards earlier this month. Uh, And that of course is the legend of Zelda tears of the kingdom. I don't know if you've heard of it. I think we've talked about maybe once or twice on this podcast, but you know, we we did cover it. I do know that. Uh, for it, I decided to take three songs um, from a period of the game that I thought was quite memorable. I'm not going to tell you what part they're from <laughs> or the names of them because they might be spoilery. Um, I'll probably just tile it "Tears of the Kingdom Suite" whenever I put it on the um, on the uh, notes here for the episode. So. But regardless, it is, as always, one of the better soundtracks that you're going to get whenever there is a new Zelda game out there. It was definitely true for Breath of the Wild before it. Uh, So here we go. Here is a suite of music from Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom.
1: In the cause, curtain falls, but hold your applause. Squirm, squirm, for now, down here, cut the claw. Final act, your doom. No more grace, it's over. This house of hope. Control.
3: That was a long one uh, originally three songs, uh, which were originally the main theme song of Balduran and the legacy of ball from Baldur's gate three. Uh, but then, uh, uh, for those who didn't know, I secretly broadcast me putting this together yesterday, uh, on Friday when I was originally doing this. And one of the people who hopped into the stream, I cannot remember. I don't want to get the name wrong, so I'm not going to say. uh, But they asked if I was going to include Raphael's final act in it. And he said he thought that was the hypest song when he played that game. And then I went and looked it up, and it had like 3.5 million views on that song. So I was like, I should probably include that. So that's what I did. I went back and hid that in. Sorry, you know, John Sean, it wasn't going to be four songs. I'm not trying to say Baldur's Gates better. I just, you know, want to do a nice thing for the fan. Oh,
0: hey, Sean's here. What the heck? This is lies. This is lies. We knew it was all a setup.
3: (laughs) (laughs) What's going on, Sean? How's your Christmas going?
0: It's it's going good. You know, we're enjoying the time off, man. Um, wanted to. You included me again this year, so first I want to thank you, man, uh, for always, of course, taking the time to do this since it's since, since way back in the day, and then uh, really graciously whenever uh, I ask you, you include me to say a few words like this. We like to pop in. This is almost becoming a norm uh, where we pop out of nowhere unexpectedly and and say hello uh, to the to our our fine listeners. Man, look, it's a magical time of the year. And uh, it's no secret, or at least it shouldn't be, that I look forward to this episode. Uh, duh, I like music. I'm a big fan of it. So anytime we get some good music in video games, uh, I think it's the perfect way to end the the podcast. You know, episodes for a year. And I don't know how you do it. Uh, uh, probably because I don't I don't play every game, but you always find some really good songs. And then you do a good job of picking the good songs from the games. I try.
3: Yeah. Uh, and always, and that i not always, that
0: doesn't mean popular. That means just, you know, you got an ear for that too. So, yeah, that's what's yeah. up. Well, I I did, and also, that. man, I didn't, I, I guess I've been busy. I didn't know you streamed, you streamed this yesterday or whatever. I, I did it very quietly. Like
3: when it originally started, I went to the Discord and make sure to take down the stream bot post oh. saying I went live. And then I finally gave in after, because it was just me and Hague for a good bit of it. And then I was like, you know what, let me just put something up here real quick. And I posted the link and I, I put, Shh, you know, on there.
4: Yeah. <laughs> like, Don't tell
3: anyone.
0: Yeah. You know. <laughs> uh, well, listen, but- um, l- ladies and gentlemen, I, I, and this is the same for everybody. I wish you a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Uh, and I probably won't talk to you before the new year. So have a great new year. We can't wait to see what 2024 as in store for us and that that'll be kind of where i leave it chris keep this thing going this is the music spectacular oh man what a good time right uh sean you played diablo 4 yeah i did i did It's good stuff
3: well i've got two of them uh you probably don't recognize the name of one of them it's called by three they come but you definitely recognize the second one called Kilvishad. Remember that region? Yes, yeah, yes, I do. <laughs> Spent a lot of time there. Uh, but Lord. yeah. Uh, as uh, we also extended the invite to John, just so you all know. And he said, go yourself." He was at Olive Garden. Having oh, yeah. That's true. That's yeah. where he is. <laughs> I think I joked earlier in the episode that you two were outside playing in the snow. You know, catching snowflakes on your tongue and all that. So he's still out there. He's waiting for you to come back outside. Where'd Sean go? (laughs) Sean? (laughs) Sean? But yes, once again, this is by Three They Come, and then Kill Vashad from Diablo 4. That was the main theme from Dredge, a very sombering indie game that came out earlier this year. There's a lot of games about fishing this year. Um, That one was definitely the first that I played. I believe they're actually teaming up with the other one, uh, Dave the Diver, for some DLC. So maybe you should be looking out for that if you uh, enjoyed both of those games. Uh, Moving on, though. Uh, One of the biggest sequels of the year by far, Um, one of my most anticipated games, was Spider-Man 2, a game that I believe both John and I played and really loved. And one day when Sean gets around to playing Miles Morales and then this, he'll probably love it too. Uh, I've got two tracks from it. I've got the Main theme, which is greater together, because, you know, there, there's two Spider-Men in this one. You know, it's just not Spider-Man 2. It's also, you know, there, there are two of them. Um, yeah, that's how that works. They're, they're really smart over there, Insomniac. And then also uh, one of the big fight themes that takes place in the game, East River Mayhem. So those are from Spider-Man 2. jedi survivor aka star wars jedi survivor specifically the fields of dusk uh and before that you might have noticed uh, another sean and john beloved game on here again and i hey you know i didn't hate it but i definitely love the music because i mean i love harry potter music and that of course is hogwarts legacy we had uh the overture to the unwritten which i think is kind of like the opening theme if i recall and then uh all roads lead to Hogmead. just felt like we should have that in there uh you know great game still you know great soundtrack um has its issues but you know i don't know why people don't have it on their list for things i don't like to generalize i'll let john soak on that <laughs> but Let's move on to a a little run here of games. You know, some of these are ones that I've played specifically, um, Dave the Diver, which I think is a wonderful, like crazy scope game for something that's like 16 bit design. Uh, Pulls in a lot of different types of gameplay and just keeps stacking things in. Uh, and another one, Jussant, uh, which was the climbing game, kind of very journey-esque type game from Don't Nod. I believe it's on Game Pass. And I've mixed them in with uh, some ones that I have not played, but when I started looking for music and listening to things, I thought these were all really nice. Uh, I've got Cha, which I think I'm saying that right. Uh, I, I Google told me to say it that way, so that's... Uh, what well, I'm going to say, um, which is kind of like an adventure game. Uh, I believe it might have been nominated for a game award for like uh, games of impact. One of those kind of things. Uh, Planet of Lana. Uh, I saw Austin Wintry, uh famous game composer, say this was his favorite. And I started listening. And I, I went, yeah, I see why. Uh, and then finally, uh, I've got Thrive, which is from the game Humanity. Uh, and let me just Google this real quick. What is humanity? (laughs) You say, how do we define it? Why it's a puzzle platforming game. Uh, and, uh, you apparently try to guide crowds of people to a goal to solve a puzzle. So that's pretty cool. Kind of like lemmings, I guess. Uh, but you know. I just thought I'd give some love to the indie games out there, or at least maybe not in the case of Dave the Diver. It's not an indie game, really, more of just a smaller studio game with a very big publisher backing it. But uh, once again, this is Dave the Diver, Cha, Jusant, um, Planet of Lana,
4: and then Humanity. (laughs)
3: now if I didn't put this next game on here and our friend of the show Mike found out about it I don't know what would happen the next time I saw him. I'd probably get punched in the face. Sean might threaten to quit the show because this is probably his game of the year. uh, Or definitely in the conversation when, you know, as far as things he beat that he said was his game of the year at some point this year. Uh, And that, of course, would be Final Fantasy 16. The game that I apparently just look at and never go and finish. I don't know why. Uh, but I do know that the music is always great in Final Fantasy games. That's like the easiest win whenever you pick one of those up. You just know the score is going to be like, you know, 80 hours and have a ton of wonderful themes on there. I picked two from the game this time. I've got Find the Flame and the Battle theme uh, from the much beloved Final Fantasy 16. <laughs> 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 11, 12. Take flight from Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. You got to obey the rules. Pandora rules. Everything on Pandora wants to eat you and chew your eyes for juju bees. So many great lines in that movie. Uh, but yeah, I've played that a good bit this year. That is one of the best-looking games for sure. Um definitely want to include that a little hidden one before that was uh the was a track from i believe it is disney's illusion island uh i think it was only john who dabbled with this it from my understanding has a beautiful animation style but as soon as i heard that i was like man that's disney quality soundtrack right there like that could be in a film and you would be impressed uh and think it was you know hundreds of millions of dollars spent Spared no expense, right? Uh, But you know what? I felt like it was appropriate to group those two together since Disney now owns Avatar. So there we go. Let's move on here. We're getting near the end, but we're not quite there yet. Don't panic, but we are getting closer. Uh, Definitely the surprise release of the beginning of the year that no one was expecting. And I was Microsoft's best reviewed game by a mile. Uh, was Hi-Fi Rush, right? No one saw it coming. Uh, Same studio that did uh, Ghostwire Tokyo had this little hidden gem that they had just been working on. And as I said earlier, you know, this was the game that, even though it wasn't really spiritually like Jet Set Radio, it felt like Jet Set Radio just in its style, right, and how it was drawn. Um, And I love seeing that style. So please, please make more Hi-Fi Rush. Um, Bethesda, I would be really ready to play it. Um, if you haven't checked it out and you love music, I'd say, give it a chance. I don't think you're going to be disappointed. It's one of the better rhythm games I've played. Uh, I got two tracks from it. There's the rush. And then afterwards the negotiation, which is the Corsica boss theme from hi-fi rush. force projection from cyberpunk 2077 phantom Liberty definitely m- one of my favorite expansions I've played which isn't too a shock given that it is CD project red and while they might mess up a launch apparently uh they don't mess up an expansion too often so uh you know love that song love that expansion really suggest if you loved cyberpunk that you Uh, and you love the original base game and you haven't been back since the release you go try 2.0 and then also try the expansion because i think you'll be very pleasantly surprised with what you find it'll kind of be like no man's sky a couple of years ago where you'll go oh they added a lot here uh before that we had a selection from fire emblem uh, I believe that one was called, I want to make sure I get right, Tear Streak Iced, and that's from Fire Emblem Engaged. Uh, but that said, I think we have reached the end of our journey here this year. I mean, two and a half hours, pretty decent runtime, I think. I think I've given you a lot of stuff to listen to. As always, we really do appreciate everyone who checks us out, whether it be on Twitch or downloads us on podcast services uh, around the globe. Uh, Everyone who gives us an email, writes us a comment, joins the Discord. You are very much appreciated. You're the reason we do this. We don't, you know, make tons of money off the show. We just do it because we like video games and we like our community, Um, you know, Well, at least that's why I do. I can't speak for Sean. John, they apparently try to make money every second that they can. And, you know, I, I'm just the innocent guy going, no, do it for the people. They're like, charge them. So, you know, that's generally what's happening behind the scene every single week. Uh, That's not true. But. As always, uh, we will be off this week. We will probably, because of the positioning of the holiday, also be off on January 2nd. That's not 100%, but I would say it's probably likely. Um, so if you want to know what our individual game of the years end up being, what are, whether it's top three or top five, I'm not sure how many we're going to do this year, make sure you come back probably, what, the 9th, and we will have a, uh, our thoughts on that. Um, as always, though, whenever an Assassin's Creed <laughs> is released, I always make sure that the closing song of the Music Spectacular is their version of Ezio's theme, because it's pretty much now in every single Assassin's Creed game, and Assassin's Creed Mirage was no exception Uh, so here we go for the end of 2023 we will end it with Ezio's family family mirage version from assassin's creed mirage as always game on everybody peace out your mom's box thugs life we'll see you next year